Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 13, and uh, for the first time, Wiz, week 13 is not the final week of the regular season. Uh, it's going to be a little bit weird having bye weeks in week 14, but uh, teams will have to contend with that. All kinds of injuries going on, but nonetheless, the season is plowing on, Wiz. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing well. I think plowing on is, uh, is probably a pretty good... Uh, it's probably a good description. Man, I just can't believe it. I mean, it seems like five minutes ago we were discussing the, dra- the NFL draft and we were talking in April and, you know, and then leading up to uh, preseason and OTAs and now <laughs> week 13, you know, to see where did, where did the season go. But uh, it's moving along and uh, we're keeping people uh you know, as best we can, uh, prepared and uh, and ready to go. And uh, I think at this point, you know, uh, there are people that it's uh, one of three things, right? Either your season is probably uh, is either over, we've had a tough regular season, you're really in the battle to make the playoffs, or you've kind of like clinched the playoff spot and you're more thinking at this point about weeks uh, 15, 16, and 17. Yeah, and I think that's an important uh, thing to look at. I mean, in the leagues that I'm in contention, I've certainly, and I know you and I are partners in the league, we've already kind of mapped out our strategy for if we make the playoffs, we're in a fight for a playoff spot there, but we're kind of looking at playoff matchups. We're kind of looking at weather. You got to be sure that your kickers are in good conditions because, you know, the weather's going to change rapidly here as we kind of wind down here. Look, injuries are inevitable. They're still going to happen. You got to be prepared. You need some depth. Uh, you know, you and I, uh, you and I know that we, we've talked about what well, we'll talk about in, in, in the waiver wires today, but, you know, a guy like Waller going down, you know, maybe an insurance policy, you, you, you should have had, you know, a guy like Moreau, especially as they've moved past their bye week very early in the season. Things like that should have been thought about. And, um, you know, hopefully hopefully you've kind of covered those bases. But, you know, look, there's, there's all sorts of unexpected dilemmas that come up at this time of the year. Um, we're going to see some uh, unknown heroes kind of stepping up here and, and, and creating a stir. We saw Jeff Wilson Jr. do that in the playoffs last year. So there's a lot of stuff going on with still. And, uh, yeah, look, we're here to just help people uh, with that. And then uh, that's going to be a good segue into waiver wire pickups uh, for this week. So let, let's start the quarterback position. I started off last week, with, so why don't you kick it off this week? Yes, I mean, I think if you didn't make a preemptive pickup for Taysom Hill, you probably, you know, if you could, if he's available in your league, you probably should try and make an effort. I mean, I just feel like the Saints are going to roll with him. The rest of the way, they've seen enough of Trevor Simeon, and they kind of know what he could do. I think it was just the fact that Taysom Hill wasn't 100% as to why he wasn't uh, the quarterback. But Taysom Hill um, is a, is is the, is probably the guy that's available the most. Uh, I know Heineke, you've been talking up. Uh, he could be available in some leagues. Um, the fact that they're getting Curtis Samuel back, Logan Thomas back, only kind of boost him. But, but I just want to talk about one other quarterback. I, I just Mac Jones, I probably is not available in a lot of leagues. But going back to the NFL draft and the 49ers made that trade, it seems like I kept saying it's going to be Mac Jones, it's going to be Mac Jones, it's going to be Mac Jones. And then there were so many people who were talking about Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance has a lot of skill and ability, but watching Mac Jones play, I'm going to say this as a rookie quarterback, the only quarterback that I've seen even in his 
league in terms of processing what the defense is trying to do is Peyton Manning, and he's probably ahead of Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning is a rookie through a lot of interceptions. Like, he's way above the Tom Brady's, the Andrew Lucks, some of these other great, great quarterbacks. His processing of defense, I mean, if you just close your eyes and forget what number, you, you would think that it's Tom Brady, a quarterback. They are running all the plays that they ran when Tom Brady was quarterback. I'm not talking about Tom Brady, the rookie, or Tom Brady, the second or third year. I'm talking about Tom Brady in his prime. The Patriots are running the same kind of offenses. And, uh, boy, if they get a guy like Chris Godwin in the offseason as a free agent, wide receiver, uh, look out. But uh, I just love – what Matt Jones is doing for the Patriots. Oh, yeah, the composure is, is just remarkable. Uh, this is the hottest team in the NFL. I'm very excited for that Monday night game. Uh, but, you know, it, it, he's also starting, you know, the, the receivers are also gaining a lot of confidence. You just kind of, it's oozing from the team at this point in time. You know, Kendrick Bourne, talked about him before too, knows for the end zone. Uh, we know Jacoby Myers' kind of favorite target here. They have the tight end, solid rushing game. But the composure of, of Mac Jones on a week-to-week basis. And, you know, you mentioned Peyton Manning. Wiz, remember how many interceptions Peyton Manning threw yeah. in his rookie yeah. year? I mean, yeah, so... He said that. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, really did. Like, yeah. he threw so many... I think he threw more interceptions than he had touchdowns. So, yeah, Mac Jones has been awesome, and, uh, you know, that's why the Patriots are where they are, quite frankly. The defense is playing great, but Mac Jones is a big part of this as well. So, yeah, he, he shouldn't be available. Actually, you know, I, I think I'm going to start him this week, Wiz, in our Bronx. League I, I, against Buffalo. I'm, I'm actually, I just, I like, I like that matchup, especially with Tredavious White not being part of the picture anymore. Uh, Russell Wilson, I don't trust anymore. He's one of the quarterbacks I have there, so I'm actually thinking about putting him out there. But, uh, but yeah, let's. I, I love the call, and, and and I know you called it. You thought he was going to be the best quarterback in this draft, and uh, right now that that looks to be the case. Well, see, anything else you want to add? The quarterback, or you were talking about Taysom Hill last week as well. Are we ready to move to running back? Yeah, yeah. The only the only other guy I would add, Wiz, at this point in time is I don't know if 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 you're dealing with a bye week like for Aaron Rodgers, for example. I think Tua as well might be sitting on some waiver wires, and looks like he's going to get Devontae Parker. We know what Waddle's doing here. Uh, he likes Kasicki. He's got pass uh, pass catching running backs there. So if you need if you're in a pinch this week, you don't have Aaron Rodgers. I think Tua is also worth uh, worth looking against the Giants this week. Absolutely. Go ahead. Take us out of running back. What do you like? Yeah, so running back's uh, a little messy, so it's going to be kind of interesting here because I do think in some leagues, guys like Guys like Hilliard and uh, Chuba Hubbard because of the injury to McCaffrey. Uh, I'll even put Abdullah in there. I think if he's on a wave of wire, I actually think that that workload is going to be a little bit different because the first time that McCaffrey went down for extended play, uh, Abdullah wasn't part of the equation, and now he is. So I think you're going to see him be a contributor, uh, you know, in, in for Carolina at this point in time. We've talked about Matt Breida, you and I. We we saw last week that. Uh, Zach Moss was a healthy scratch, and I think Matt Breed is definitely a better player, at least right now, than, than anybody else at the running back position. I don't know if for some reason Jamal Williams is hanging out on a wave of wire, but Swift is going to be out for a while. Uh, maybe even Jamar Jefferson might be worth a look. And, and the other guy, was I'm not sure what's going on with Miles Sanders at this point. Howard's out. Uh, if people did drop uh, Boston Scott... Uh, or even Kenneth Gainwell, depending on what happens there. You know, Someone's going to have to running ball, run the ball in Philadelphia. So I, I, I think Miles Sanders is going to be playing, but I just just a situation that you want to keep an eye on. 
Yeah, and I and I I agree with that. And there's no way that um, there there's there is no way that somebody like Alexander Madison should should be available. I mean, the person that really has Dalvin Cook should really have Madison in most leagues. And if they don't have Madison, then he's the, one of the premier, or if not the premier, backup handcuff. These are things that we've talked about over and over again. So he he should he should be rostered. The Dontrell Hilliard thing is is interesting as well. Uh, Matt Breeder is somebody that we talked about. These guys should be rostered. So it's kind of, you know, a murky situation with some of these, with some of these teams. But uh, yeah, I think, I think basically um, those are the guys that, you know, you should keep your eye on as far as preemptive guys. You may want to look at the Carolina running back situation, you know, as you mentioned. All right, let's uh, let's head off to wide receiver, and uh, why don't you kick us off at receiver? Yeah, so um, wide receiver. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I would assume that Devontae Parker, as you mentioned, is a player that people had gotten just frustrated with and probably dropped, and he's because he's missed so much time. Uh, he's probably available in a lot of leagues, so I, I would take a, I would take a look at him. Um, of course, we talked about Mac Jones, uh, Kendrick Bourne, any of those Patriot receivers that are out there. That, that offense, as you, you know, we talked about, just seems to be getting um, better and better. Uh, somebody has got to catch the ball for the Tennessee Titans. I'm not sure who that's going to be. They're on a bye week this week. So um, we know that A.J. Brown is not going to be playing next week, and that could be a crucial week for for team, so um, I keep your eye on Westbrook, um, and uh, let's see. Uh, moving moving down the line, uh, it looks like the Cowboys have gotten healthy at wide receiver. So I mean, Curtis Samuel is going to get, I figure, more and more playing time. So he's another guy, kind of like in the in the same category as Devontae Parker, where he's probably available, and just if you have a roster spot available, he's probably somebody. Um, He's probably some to keep your eye on. And another one with Debo missing a couple of weeks, Jennings of the 49ers seems to be a guy that's going to get the playing time and the targets that would have gone to Debo Samuel in that receiving game. So that's another receiver that I'm looking at. Yeah, I agree with you on Jennings. I think that's a good one. And I think we probably won't see Debo for a couple of weeks. So in a pinch, uh, we got bye weeks, like I said, over the next couple of weeks, which is very unusual. First of all, we're playing in week 14 as regular season, but I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, Kendrick Bourne. Um, I, I think LaVisca Chenault looks like, he, again, only in, in PPR leagues because he's not going to probably go for a lot of yards, but he definitely had more targets last week. I'm going to mention two other situations that I'm kind of monitoring with, and I'm not sure what to do. Henry Ruggs, obviously, uh, being out for the year and probably for the rest of his life out of the NFL, but... Um, between Deshaun Jackson and Zay Jones, I'm kind of like last week. Zay Jones made it made an impact in that game, um, and he was, he played a lot of snaps as well. Uh, so I'm watching that situation uh, quite honestly. And the other one, given that there is some chemistry with Josh Reynolds and Jared Goff from their days as Los Angeles Rams. Reynolds scored a touchdown last week. He had a good first half, just kind of disappeared in the second half. Uh, but I like to see what goes on there because I think he might be worthy of a pickup as well. And deeper leagues, I mean, I think those are all interesting guys and guys that, you know, certainly to keep your eye on if you have 
bye week issues, injured guys, that kind of thing, a roster spot available. These are some guys that could possibly, you know, do something in the last two weeks of the regular season uh, that can maybe make a difference in your fantasy football game. All right, I'm going to talk about tight ends. I've already mentioned uh, Moreau. Uh, I I don't think Waller's going to play this week. Uh, Luckily, he escaped a serious injury, so maybe just a week off as the Raiders are still fighting for a playoff spot. You know, they can ill afford him to be out for a lengthy period of time. But uh, Foster Moreau is a guy that should definitely be on rosters, definitely for the week. Um, and if you have Waller, you know, that's definitely a guy that I would have backing him up. Um, you know, We talked about Dan Arnold a lot, but he's out for a long time. And uh, O'Shaughnessy, who was kind of like a darling on the wave of wires early in the year, is back. He got five targets this week. Uh, if you need a tight end, if you're relying on Dan Arnold, I, I don't see why you wouldn't go to O'Shaughnessy uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the last guy to me, this is... This is the pickup at tight end because in most leagues I'm in, he's on the waiver wire. Uh, I actually picked him up in two leagues so far. Uh, maybe looking at doing it in a couple of other leagues, but but uh, the the progression of Everett in Seattle uh, without I don't know. First of all, the team is completely dysfunctional. It's over for Zach uh, for uh, Russell Wilson there. Uh, DK Metcalf is a complete disaster at the moment, but Everett's probably the only consistent guy in the offense like throughout the game. I know Lockett had those big catches early on, but Everett to me should be rostered in every league at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's what can you really say about that Seahawk situation? To me, Moreau is the clear primary priority pickup. He's a good player, he's going to get the full playing time. Derek Carr has confidence in him. The offense has confidence in him. So uh, Foster Moreau, I believe, is a top 10 tight end uh, for as many weeks as uh, Darren Waller is out. All right. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Anything else to add on that? Or do you want to move over to the Thursday night game uh, at this point, Wiz? Yeah, we go to yeah we go to the Thursday night game uh, and talk about uh, sides or prop bets and all that. Do you have a, do you have a view on anything in terms of side or prop bets for this game? Oh, look, it's kind of interesting. So let's start with the spread in the game, which the uh, New Orleans Saints are getting four and a half points at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas doesn't have to travel very far. Uh, these teams both played on Thanksgiving, both coming off of a loss. Um, the Cowboys right now, uh, you know, definitely not playing their best football. Uh, New Orleans is making a change at quarterback with Taysom Hill. I, I guess on the surface, Wiz, when I look at this game line, I think the over-under is 47.5 or 46.5. Last I looked, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, it's four, It's Right now, the Cowboys are 4.5, and, and it's 47.5. 47.5, okay. So I look at this game, Wiz, and I, and I look at the line, and I say to myself, mm, you know, is, is it the right line? I, I, I see probably a lot of money on the Cowboys in this particular game. This might be one of those zigzag games where I know you like to look at that situation where you know this could be a, a game determined by a field goal. I'm personally going to stay away from this game, but I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the Saints are going to make this a very close game. That's the that's the only thing I would say about it. Um, and, and it's an interesting game as far as prop bets in this game. Uh, you know, look, Taysom Hill is the quarterback. I, it, it, how it affects the rest of the team uh, needs to be needs to be watched closely. I'm not willing to take too much of a chance. I don't trust what Jerry Jones is saying about Ezekiel Elliott. I, I think it's very clear, and I know Mike McCarthy is not coaching in this particular ball game, but we know who the best player offensively on the Cowboys was last week on Thanksgiving Day, and 
the 64 and a half yards combined for Tony Pollard, I played it on Thanksgiving. It was a little bit lower on Thanksgiving, but I'm taking the over on this one, Wiz. That's the, that's the only prop bet. That was my two-unit play, by the way, last week. Um, but that's the only prop bet I'm playing. I'm going back to the well with Tony Pollard uh, at over 64 and a half uh, yards receiving and rushing this week. Other than that, I'm not touching anything. I am very tempted, I will tell you, Traquan Smith is definitely earning a lot more targets. I'm very tempted to take the over in his passing yards, but I would like to see one game with Taysom Hill playing quarterback and how it kind of affects this offense before I make any kind of determination on what I'm going to do with New Orleans Saints players going forward. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I understand. Um, I understand why uh, you would stay away from the game. I'm staying away from the game as well. Um, I just feel it's it's there's it a lot of moving parts to this game. Uh, Amari Cooper is probably going to play in the game, but he's missed some time. Taysom Hill uh, as a starting quarterback. So in terms of the game, I am I'm gonna you know I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave it alone. As far as um, prop plays though, I do have one prop play that I like. I'm going under Ezekiel Elliott. I believe it's 46 and a half, 47 and a half yards rushing last time I looked. And um, th- there's a few reasons why I, I like this play. One, it's difficult to roll in the ball against the Saints. Two, it, Tony Pollard is not going to have three carries in his game. He's going to play in this game. So it, it, I don't see it's a situation where Ezekiel Elliott is going to get 16, 17 carries. But the reason why I liked I like under for Ezekiel Elliott the most, believe it or not, is Taysom Hill. Last week, the Saints against the Bills, the Bills had time of possession 35 minutes to 25 minutes. Taysom Hill is a guy who's going to keep the clock moving. He's going to run the ball. He's going to convert those third and fourth short yardage plays. The Saints are going to have much better time of possession. That's less of time possession for the Cowboys. Taysom Hill... The Saints run defense and Tony Pollard are the three reasons why I am extremely confident Ezekiel Elliott under rushing yards. Yeah, I also think you're probably going to see uh, Ingram's going to play. I think you're going to see Kamara playing in this ball game too. So the Saints will be a little bit more at full strength in this one. But uh, I guess we're kind of thinking along the same lines when it comes to our prop bets. We're taking it from different angles, but. But uh, the the view is the same in kind of which we're trying to uh, tackle the tackle those particular prop bets. Yeah, no uh, no question about it. Uh, as far as the DraftKings for the showdown game, Saints and Cowboys, I, I, I there was not I didn't really love anything. I mean, Taysom Hill is priced right. They got him. If you want to make him the team captain, it is fourteen thousand four hundred. I mean, I, I just have nothing really clever to say about this game. So um, there's nothing really that I love. Uh, The Traquan Smith getting more ball thrown to him. He's somewhat interesting in the game. I'm going to look at some of those Saint receivers um, as, you know, Deontay Harris as well. Try and pop one of them to make a big game, you know, have a big game. Maybe a guy that's going to give me some salary leverage and ownership advantage by not being highly owned. So that's really my idea and then then work around that. But uh, I think everything is priced and right. And uh, the the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be fading 
Ezekiel Elliott in all of my drafting lineups. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I like sprinkling in Traquan Smith or one of the other receivers. Uh, I, I will note this, Wiz, that Juwan Johnson was on the field a ton last week. He didn't catch any balls, but, you know, that was a complete disaster. Trevor Simeon was awful. So I, maybe I'm going to sneak him in and think that he kind of – make some noise. He's going to probably be busy around the goal line. I, I know, obviously, the threat of, of Hill running it in at any time, uh, certainly, and, and with guys, the full slate of guys coming back in this game. But I don't know. I might take a shot with a guy like Jawan Johnson again, who's, who's priced next to nothing. So, uh, yeah. Anytime you could, yeah. I mean, you're getting salary, you know, salary relief, and you're going to get some good ownership leverage with a player like that. So um, I could certainly see that. It makes sense to me. All right, Wiz, uh, that's a wrap. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Uh, Saints and uh, Saint, Saints and Cowboys should be an interesting one, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we have more coming at you uh, with the rest of the week's action. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the game. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, by now, you should be subscribing to it, but hopefully uh, we've been helpful all year long, and uh, we're going to continue to help you throughout the season and the postseason. So, Wiz... Enjoy, and I'll look forward to talking about the rest of the games with you next. You got it.